0: And we're live. You're tuning to the Cosmic Children podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, and today I have an interesting guest in the studio with me. I find it difficult to describe or even write up an introduction for this particular individual because I find the work that you do to be utterly fascinating. Thank you. So, to 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 start off, um, how would you describe what you do to to those who have no idea who you are and I've never heard about you?
1: Um. Hmm. I don't. That's a really good question because actually I haven't found the right category for it. Mm-hmm. I've been told that I do burlesque, mm-hmm. but I don't think I do burlesque in the way that, um, when you see like, uh, like traditional or new traditional burlesque dancers. I don't do that. Um, my roots are like as a stripper, but I think I strip, but there's a little bit extra. Someone has said like, well, maybe it's just drag. Um, so I yeah I, this is not very helpful but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a mix of things it's like a burlesque thing it's a stripper thing it's a drag thing it's also you're still so, figuring it out. Um yeah in some ways I don't feel like it's necessary to really lock down what it is mm-hmm. I think I had an obsession in like the um, the earlier part of my journey with like oh my god like what am I mm-hmm. like you know and and what 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 is what is this supposed to be? Like, what are the, and then I realized actually it's so much more fun when like, you just go like, f- can I swear? Of course. Yeah. As when much you go, as you like, want. <laughs> As much yeah. as I want. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's, it's much more fun. It's much, much, more freeing when you just go like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to do what feels right mm-hmm. and then wherever it ends up is where it ends up. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So,
0: to start off this conversation, I'm curious to know who or what is Bai. <laughs> yeah. How did that
1: come about? Um, well, so Lai Chi Bai was born first as like a as a stripper, but not under the name Mm -hmm. Lai Chi Bai. Like when I started out I was Lola. Yep. Um and I started dancing at a club while I was at uni because um I was on a student visa Mm -hmm. and there were you know like i had a straight bus there so i was like you know like <laughs> <Very> <laughs> this is employment <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um and then uh from there i i sort of started exploring i guess uh performance a little bit more um and i was lucky because in london there's like quite a few groups of like queer um cabaret groups so um the bitten peach in london mm-hmm. was having like um Sort of like a mentorship program, like where they just like showcase new, new performers, new talent. Um, and I signed up for it and, and then I did it. And then because I did it, then I also got to work with the Cocoa Butter Club. Mm-hmm. And sort of between those two gigs, it occurred to me that like Lola Love Cat is a very generic name.
0: It is pretty Um, (laughs) generic. It
1: has a good
0: ring to it. It it
1: does, yeah. yeah, But it's kind of like, I think like every every other person is called Lola, right? Like it's just like, (laughs) like, um, it rolls off the tongue well. But um, yeah, and so I started, I think because the Bitten Peach uh, performance had sort of pushed me past, I think what was... um, comfortable for me as like Mm -hmm. a stripper like it was uh, I did like a Boris Johnson number so it was it was a little bit unsexy but it was still sexy I don't know um so I guess I started thinking about oh yeah you know like am I just like a like a do I just want to have like a normal name that like Mm -hmm. you know it's easy to say it sounds sexy and then we forget it once we get home (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I started thinking about it more and I was like no actually I would like to like take this a bit more seriously and I would like a name that like Resonates a little bit better with whatever the fuck I'm doing, yeah. um, and then yeah, it sort of landed on lychee by after like a bit of a like a, a brainstorming process. <laughs> it wasn't that long. It was just kind of like yeah, this one works. I think this yeah. one is good. Yeah. Um, what were the other
0: considerations?
1: You know what I am? I've tried to remember, and I don't remember. I know that I was trying to. I wanted. <laughs> So the inspiration behind Light You Bai was like I wanted something that was vulgar, but mm. while I was performing in the UK, nobody would know. Oh, that's right. You know, so yep. so it kinda made me happy, like, you know, before a gig and then people will announce you and they go like Light You Bai <laughs> and then I'll have like a little chuckle, then I'll go on stage, you know. <laughs> like, nobody knows. Yep. Um, and then now that I'm based here, I think it's just it's just fun for everybody. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't remember the other consideration. Ah, you know, I was trying to riff off like um yeah i guess just various singlish singaporean like curse words (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) but this is the one that stuck so i don't remember the rest i
0: think it's an amazing name oh thank you so you mentioned um getting being part of like a mentorship over there in in Mm. london yeah was that your first uh, sort of interaction, of first inception, or first knowing of of this particular culture, or did you know about it prior? Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It was kind of like my first time. I think because I came out quite late. Um. I came out like when I was, well, I I guess it's it's considered late now. Maybe it's not late, but mm. like I came out when I was like nineteen. Gotcha. Um. So when I came out, I think a lot of it was just me trying to figure out what that was for me so i didn't really explore like a lot of queer spaces and Mm. like i've spoken to like stephanie dogfoot as well and we were saying how like yeah honestly like drag shows like especially in singapore i would say like it's not really a space for like uh queer non-binary people like Mm. now now it's opening up more but i think like um when we were both sort of like, well, oh, Steph is older than me, but like yeah. <laughs> when we were like um, starting to explore, like drag is a very gay man space yeah. a lot of times. It's um, still fun. And like, I think even when there are spaces like that now that are very like gay man space, like they're still fun and I still like being part of it. Mm. Um, but I guess it wasn't my first go-to and I was trying to like get in touch with like, oh my God, like what does it mean to be mm. queer? What does yep. it mean to be? Um, so yeah, so I kind of only like, um explored cabaret and all this because of this one program Mm. um and even that it wasn't very draggy it was like it was very cabaret so like a lot of it was like burlesque a lot of it was um yeah actually most of it was burlesque and then the cocoa butter club is very cabaret so there's a lot of like live music there's a lot of like burlesque again um little bit of drag but the drag is very burlesque yep. um yeah i think i only really like explored drag mm. when i got back to singapore gotcha yeah so
0: pardon the ignorance but i'm a bit of a layman when it comes to let's say drag cabaret and i guess burlesque mm-hmm. so what in your in your opinion is like the key difference between these three types of performances
1: yeah that's tough cuz i think there's a lot of overlap like mm. um like who's it like um yeah. Uh, so, like, generally, a cabaret is supposedly like it's a it's a performance that incorporates like um, burlesque. It incorporates um, comedy and mm. music, um, and it's kind of like um, it's not an how do I phrase this? Like, it's not it's not an official show in the sense that like you know it's kind of like it's for the people. It's <laughs> so like uh, it's just like it's fun. Mm. Um, a lot of it is born out of like um, like. Uh, bar culture, club culture, like just like a like a speakeasy space gotcha. where like you know, um, it's kind of like a ver- variety show, um, but like with with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, gotcha. Um, <laughs> somebody can tell me if I'm wrong, but like that's how I understand it. Um, burlesque is, I think, the art of the tease, mm-hmm. and like I mean, like you think of like Dita Von Teese, you think of whoever. Like it's it's about just the sensuality and just mm. like teasing. So I for me, like that was the distinction between like burlesque and drag. like um, um, like with drag, when you like remove a piece of clothing, it's because there's something bigger inside when like uh, bigger like flashier like you know like it was a ball gown and oh my god now it's like a chicken you know i don't know um um, and then burlesque to me is like you take something off and it's like oh there's less things you know Mm. so but this is like this is my super like simplified like there's there's probably more but i guess that's that's why you have like drag artists who do Mm. burlesque and then you have burlesque artists who are doing like something a little draggy um yeah i feel like the distinctions are kind of like Yeah. <laughs>
0: gotcha. so what i'm curious to know is do you remember what was a point of fascination for you i think when you experienced the, the space over there initially what was it about uh these particular art forms that stoked i guess your curiosity even mm-hmm. to this day
1: Hmm. um i think because it's fun like fun. this okay. is a yeah like i mean I, i'm a simple man like okay. <laughs> it's um i think prior to prior to exploring like Dragon Burlesque, um, I was involved in like spoken word. Mm. Not anymore, but like, um, but like that was the space where I was like, okay, I'm going to explore like queerness and like mm. all that. And like, you know, the spoken word scene here is good for that because okay. like everybody's gay. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. And like, um, uh, so it was like a good space to explore, but it, it for me, it was a very serious exploration. I don't think, it's i don't think it has to be i don't think it's always like that i think it was just me like yep. freshly out i was like oh my god poetry is very serious um and then then i guess the transition to burlesque was exciting because it was like oh i'm still exploring these themes of like my sexuality mm. my gender my sensuality but it's like it's kind of a bit of a clusterfuck right like it's i'm not trying to word things right i'm not mm. trying to like um make things make sense. I'm kind of just like having fun with it and the having fun was kind of like the proce- the actual process of like finding myself better yep. um, which was yeah I guess like a, a new thing for me like a new dimension of like that kind of dis- self-discovery um, which was exciting for me. Yeah.
0: From what I could gather from, from doing my research you play different characters on the stage. Mm. What I'm curious to know is is there a particular archetype or is there a particular type of character that you enjoy playing the most?
1: Mm, I kind of think that like I'm always playing Lai Chi. Um, and like, so Kak Nina Bu has said this before. Like, Wait, what? Kak Nina Bu, Is another is a, performer? Yeah, she's okay. like legendary. She used to go by El Nina. She's been performing for ages. Yep. She's like legendary showgirl. Yeah. Um, been taking care of me. But, yep. Um so like one of the things she she would always say is like you're not an impersonator. And I think yeah there there's drag performers, there's possibly even burlesque performers who do impersonation and do it well. But mm. I think for me it's always like it's light you by playing blank. You know, like it's light you buy as an air stewardess or it's mm-hmm. light you buy as an auntie or yep. like um uh, and I, I think I have fun with all of them um, because there are times where like, especially um, club gigs where it's mm. like, there is actually no character, right? It's just, it's just, you know, here are my tits, um, <laughs> is the character. Um, and I think it's a different kind of fun. Like, I don't mm. think there's one that's like the best like my favorite one um but recently recently um i found like um a real real place in my heart for like the the auntie character could you describe
0: this auntie character
1: so i have like the it's like rosie from pck like with the with the hair and then just like the the like the the printed shirt Mm. and the the black pants that end at a weird length um yeah just like you know like um um and then like comfortable walking shoes. Yep. Um. So <laughs> I am enjoying it because it's the most comfortable I've ever been in like a burlesque <laughs> outfit.
0: Like yep.
1: you know normally you like you get off the stage and you're like ooh I need to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> so like yep. yeah. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Just having fun. <laughs> yeah. So I mean <laughs> I mean that one. But but I do enjoy the uncomfortable ones as yep. well.
0: <laughs> How do you get into the headspace to to portray these characters?
1: Uh, I don't really. I think um it's not. It's not as serious as like, um, well, might might be to some people, but I think like um, it's it's been freeing in the sense that I think a lot of it is just having fun. So mm. like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to play this character, but I'm also just going to like enjoy myself doing it. Yep. And however it turns out is however it turns out. Um, so I don't feel the need to like, you know, I I don't have like a like a ritual before mm. the show that I need to like get into the right headspace. I kind of just like, okay, let's go. Let <laughs> <laughs> me <then> go. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's wonderful. Um, what I'm what I'm curious about is the creative process at which you come up with such characters. Let's say you have a performance coming up. What goes through your head to 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 uh set up like the performance because. It, it's very elaborate, down to the, the the costuming, down to the hair, to the makeup. It's it's amazing. So I'm curious to know what is the creative process. I guess what is in your toolkit that that you take out to to apply to different performances. Yeah. Mm,
1: um. So usually it depends on the show. Mm-hmm. Um. If the show has like a theme, then I will like you know the theme is a big part of it. Um if it's a club gig then it's like yeah what's the vibe of the club like ah, uh, is this a straight club is this, is this an EDM club so also like, it feeds into
0: what you are intending to show
1: yeah because I'm I'm there to entertain mm. so you know if if your audience is there because they like electronic music I'm not gonna be like okay like I'm gonna do a classical burlesque number um, and everyone has to like pause the party yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> like, gotcha. while, I, while I do my yeah yeah exactly like I'm not gonna do that to you yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so so I I think that's a big part of it for me is, you know, like, if I'm here to entertain you, then what is it that will entertain you best? And what will work best for, like, you know, the venue or the, the concept or the whatever? Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a matter of like, oh, I already have this idea, yep. or I've already done this before, and this fits, so let's go, you know. Yep. <laughs> um, but a lot of times, like, uh, I just come up with a number either because I hear a song and I'm like, this would be so stupid if I did this, <laughs> like, or you know, like, um, or I have an idea of like, this would be crazy if like, if I could make this song work with like this look, mm. um, so like, uh. Recently, I did, like, a Merlion number. A Merlion? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I wanted to do something, like, I was like, this this would be great if I could make it work um, to wet-ass pussy. Okay. So I did. Yeah. So, like, that was kind of, like, the exciting thing for me was, like, yeah, these two things that, like, there's like one thread I think connecting them. And or like really? Thin thread, yeah, and yeah. then how do we like make it make sense? Like, how do we make it work? Um, I think that's the like fun part of the puzzle for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Would it be fair to say that you don't try to take things too seriously?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think like you can tell. You can tell when like I say this like I like I've been performing for so long, but like <laughs> like you can tell when like a performer is like in their head and like worried about like mm. getting it right. Mm. And I think like with this type of performance because you're there to kind of like i said i said this so many times but like you know you're there to entertain so you kind of can't be in your head you kind of have to be feeding off the audience a little bit and like seeing like what do they need like you know Mm -hmm. who who is like who is like ready to go and like who is like not feeling it and like you know how do we like you're you're thinking on your feet as opposed Mm -hmm. to like um you know, it's it's not a ballet show where like it doesn't matter what they're doing. I'm just going to do my number, yep, you know. Yep. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, fun is important.
0: Have you always been this charismatic when you perform? I believe I, I, I caught your showreel and the energy that you put out is pretty electric.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: So have you always been this charismatic and I guess confident? Oh. when when you're performing of being on stage and, and being like I guess the 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 center of attention because you're performing
1: yeah? <laughs> um this is a good question probably for someone else because I can't say like <laughs> I kind of like yeah, I've been so charismatic or like um I don't know actually yeah, I don't know um
0: have you always been performing?
1: a little bit um I think as a as a kid I used to it it all kind of comes full circle because mm. when I was like, Six, seven. I used to like lip syncing, so I would like, like
0: with most kids. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So like you know, I would put on like Britney or Madonna and just like lip sync. Yep. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and now it's an employable skill. <laughs>
0: like, <Brilliant>. yeah, <laughs> don't give up on me. your dreams, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah. I mean, like embarrassingly or not embarrassing, not embarrassingly because I embrace it. But like I was a theater kid for like a really long time. Mm um and i think yeah that was very serious for me you know like i was very like yeah you know you must you know the actor prepares you know like all of that um yeah i think i enjoyed performing i've never i don't think i've ever really had stage fright if that's the uh, that's not the question but but i'm asking myself the question (laughs) so i can say (laughs) um yeah like i think i enjoyed the inhabiting like another character or like just yeah, just entertaining people. I think I enjoy yeah. that, but I don't think I'm like that, like out, like off stage. Gotcha. Yeah. Do
0: you see your performances as entertainment?
1: Yeah. Okay. What do you see them as? Well, social currency. Uh, <laughs> social currency. <laughs> I feel
0: like it could be interpreted in a lot of ways because yeah. it, it also depends on how far. Uh, your past performance is, is someone going to see. I, I think it's amazing like what you do from the the technicalities of it to the choreography. You. I don't know how much of it is planned. <laughs> how much of it is is just spur of the moment mm-hmm. because I am a little bit familiar with the dance scene and mm. from, from what I could gather from people who freestyle, it's always a blank in their minds because it's mm-hmm. a, a lot of things. It's it's, it's muscle memory. It's, it's it's thing you train on the regular. Um, and also, I think it could be seen as a form of taking space, uh, activism. It has political undercurrents because of, uh, how Singapore usually is. And it's not mm-hmm. something that you see often as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is true, but, uh, art forms, I guess, such as ballet, drag, even ca- I don't know if Singapore is cabaret, but it's, it's very askew uh, in nature compared to the other art forms such as uh, paintings on a wall, Mm. uh, music. Like it's not uh, something that immediately comes to mind when when people talk about art in Singapore. Mm. It's oftentimes secluded in perhaps a bar that Mm. is not as advertised. So what I'm curious to know is when you came back to Singapore, Mm. how was the landscape like? Uh, when you first started because i if i were to imagine it is very different from uh the landscape in london Mm -hmm. coming back to singapore
1: yeah i mean okay i'm not the best person to ask because i think there's like a lot of drag performers and burlesque performers who have like um who have a longer history in the scene, so we'll be able to answer this question a lot better. Um so I'm just answering based on like what I saw when I came back. Yep. Um Yeah. Um It was exciting because I think in Singapore I feel that well okay like everywhere i think like the queer subcultures like they they do they do inhabit like a different space than like what you've said like you know like like the the paintings in the national gallery otherwise <laughs> um, yep. um but i think in singapore you feel it so much more like there's such a clear um yeah like you've said there's like not a disconnect but um you feel much more like where is my sentence structure going? You feel the urgency much more. Like, urgency. I think, yeah, like, I think, um, in, w- when I was in the UK, like, you feel the importance of this performance, but you also kind of feel that yeah, they have a space for it. You know, they mm-hmm. they have an established history. They have yep. like people who are like yeah, the go to people for like these things, and they have they have space. They have funding. You know, like mm. the people are people are excited to see this stuff. There's no real pushback. You know, the pushback that comes from people is you know like it's 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 a political pushback from like specific people, mm. um, and they have their own struggles. And I'm not discounting that, yep. but. The scene is a lot more open in that sense, and then I think when you come back to Singapore, then you really feel that like yeah, you know like, you know like there there, this happens everywhere. But you know there are queens who like they 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 don't get in the in the cab with their makeup done because like they don't know what the cab driver is gonna say, mm. or like <clears throat> recently one of them was sharing that their Grab driver like, chased them out and like wouldn't take them oh dear, somewhere okay. because like they were in drag. Yeah. Um And you kind of feel the, there are so few spaces in Singapore, like I think like across, across the board, like not, not just like, um, not just when it comes to like queer spaces, but like just space in general, like we're just small, (laughs) right? There's like, there's, there's nowhere. Um, And then when you start talking about uh, minority groups, it's like, it's even more like, oh no, there is no space, like for real. Um, Like, I mean... (laughs) like I mean when you think about how like you know like HDB has like the like the CMIO like you know you need a certain percent of like this and this and this to like reflect the general population or whatever and then you just end up with like the whole Singapore is like a Chinese enclave right so like I feel like you feel sort of like how little space there is and how important it is that these things take up the space that Mm -hmm. they're taking up Um. And there's a real, like, tenderness, I think. Tenderness. like the Yeah, like, the way, like, um, you look at places like the projector mm. that, like, you know, make space for these things or the way you look at, like, Becca's Riot that, like, mm. you know, it happens regularly and, like, it's just kind of there. Like, I think there's a, yeah, there's a certain tenderness. There's a certain, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, these are actually really important spaces for people who have nowhere else to go, like, um, or, like. Yeah, which which I mean, I think is not specific to drag. It's not specific to burlesque. But I think a lot of like the, um, the queer queer spaces in Singapore have yep. that sort of like energy of like they're very precious yep. in a way that um, maybe because I'm not from there, but in a way that I didn't feel as much of in 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 London. You don't feel like it's gonna be taken away from you. Mm. Like you know what I mean. Yep. Like yeah, but this is just me. You gotcha. know. Gotcha. <laughs> so
0: i'm curious to know what does queer mean to you
1: um i don't think there's like a said i i prepared a quote because i was like yeah actually i don't know the answer to this but but (laughs) bell hooks does okay who is bell hooks uh, bell hooks is like the person (laughs) bell hooks is a writer and like Mm. writes about like queerness and like masculinity and like blackness and everything and um so so she has a really wonderful quote which i'm now going to read because because i prepared it (laughs) thank you for Um, the prep (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she says queer not as being about who you're having sex with but queer as being about the self that is at odds with everything around it and that has to invent and create and find a place to speak and to thrive and to live it's beautiful. It is very beautiful, yeah. I don't think there's like a... I think sometimes maybe like with queerness, we get like really caught up in like, what are the rules of queerness? Like mm. how, how queer is queer enough? Or like yeah. too queer or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's like, yeah, fuck it. You know, like we're just here. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I can't write the dictionary. This is a really <laughs> poor definition. But like... <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you yeah. think it ties into one's journey on identity figuring out what they like who they are who they are even in society instead of uh, just wholesale adopting I guess what society tells them there
1: oh yeah for sure yeah I think <clears throat> I think yeah for sure I have nothing to add to that <laughs> I just agree with you okay. <laughs> how
0: How has your journey with regards to identity been?
1: Um, I think it's like ongoing. I don't mm. think I'll ever like I don't think there's a, an actual destination. Um Yeah, I think so I grew up in like a very Christian household. Um and How Christian is Christian? Like how,
0: Bible study every weekend? Oh yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Like,
1: you know. Um, <laughs> um and then I sort of wasn't exposed to anything outside of, like, that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a real, like... The moment I remember was, like, I was 17. And, like, my best friend at the time goes, like, I think everybody's a little bisexual. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold the fuck up. That's not okay. Like, mm. I'm not gay. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. um, and, and then, but I think that sort of, like, <laughs> planted the seed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And then I started like thinking about everything mm. and I was like oh you know what maybe maybe she is right <laughs> maybe we are all a little bisexual mm. um and then um yeah, I realized there was like pushback from the church and I think because I was at, the, at that point in time I was involved in the church as like a cell leader and like I was drumming for the church. Wow. <laughs> like, was, okay. Yeah, I was like yeah. a good Christian girl but like um at that point like uh because I was part of I guess the not the like the top leadership but enough of the leadership to see like how things operate and the more I was starting to question like wait like who is this for Mm. and like what is the goal and really how much do we care for each other um and I know like you know people have like different experiences of Christianity and they're like you know there are plenty of people who like find um a safe space in Mm that, and like that's good for them but I think that I mean for me like the thing with religion is like you know different religions are meant for different people and I think I just realized that like yeah this one's not for me because yep. this is not where I feel safe or seen and um, I mean I went through a phase where I read through the whole bible and I had a lot of questions and yeah. like you know like I don't <laughs> know did you, typically yeah, do, yeah. did you did you grow up in a, in a Christian household also or
0: <laughs> I I'm no stranger to what happens in the church mm. I've been to church okay. and I probably figured some somewhere along the, the the whole thing it, it just didn't make sense
1: yeah, yeah yeah so I think yeah there was a lot of that like you know unpacking it and being like wait wait a fucking minute yep. <laughs> like, um, yeah um and then so I moved sort of like away from that and I got more involved in like um like feminist spaces mm um and i was like writing and i was involved in like spoken word and i was sort of at that point still like grappling with like oh my god what is bisexuality and like you know like is this just a phase and blah 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 um and then i think when i went to uni i had like the space to sort of like explore it for Mm. myself and i was like oh like yeah actually i don't think it's a phase i think it's it's quite a core part of me um and yeah, and I think, like, I think I started to become more comfortable with the fact that, yeah, maybe I'm not, like, what, like, small me thought I was going to turn mm. out to be, you know what I mean? Like, yep. maybe, maybe there were expectations put there that, like, mm, that, yeah, that I'm just never going to meet. Um, But there's new exciting things and, like, these are so much better for me, actually. Yep. Um. And then... Yeah, and then like through the course of like dating someone who was non binary, I sort of like started to question like, wait, is me? Like am I also? Like do I also? Um, and yeah, and then like for a while it was like it was very intellectual for me. It was very like mm. like what is what is gender? What yep. is um and I still think that's important, but I think now like um it's just about kind of like the body for me <laughs> like it's kind of like i don't need the words for it anymore i'm just kind of like existing and like going with the flow and like whatever i am i am whatever i'm not it's kind of like ah you know there, yep. <laughs> there it goes yep. um yeah so i think things are a lot more fluid for me now fluid. Um, yeah and then like um i changed my legal name like last year um and it felt like a big thing for me i think in like sort of that journey and like Mm. accepting that like yeah you know what like things are weird i'm weird but like i'm like i'm having fun with it you know yeah yeah so i don't know if that answers the question did you change it to lychee no i (laughs) I changed it to worms (laughs) yeah um no yeah for a while like i i sort of i was like no i can't change my name legally because i felt like it was sort of like an extra barrier because like uh Lai Chiba is the stage name and mm. then Worms is the my name and then I had another name that was like my legal name, which is for like, you know, the like the kindergarten teaching jobs and like all that. So I was <laughs> kinda like, yeah, you know, if I if I don't change my name, there's like an extra sort of like layer of protection where like people can't find out what I do or like yep. who I am. Yep. And I think now I'm at the at the stage where I'm like, you know what, fuck it. Like if yep. people find out, like that's that's just what was meant to happen. Yep. And yeah, and like this is this is just who I am, I yep. think. Yeah. So
0: is there a particular significance to worms? Because the only worms I could think of is the game.
1: Oh my god, yeah, that's a fun worms. <laughs> that, that's that's a pretty fun. fun yeah. Worms. Yeah. That's a that's a ooh, yeah. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. so the one with the holy grenades and yeah. like the sheep and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Yeah. Um How did you arrive at it? I arrived at it like sort of at the start of the pandemic. Like, okay. um, we were all kind of in lockdown, and like, I had a lot of time with myself to be like, "Wait, I don't like my name." <laughs> like,
0: were you sober? Um, or were you not sober?
1: I was very sober. Okay. I was like, yeah, I was like the soberest I've ever been. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um. Because I think a lot happened prior to the pandemic for me, and I felt like I needed, I didn't need to throw away my name, but I sort of needed. A fresh start, like a new mm, chapter. Yeah. Um Which is why I tell my family, like, yeah, you can still you can still dead name me because you gave me that and there's like, you know, there's a connection to the name for you yep. that actually is about you and the name and not me. And I respect that. Yep. Um Yeah, so I was brainstorming with friends. I was like, Yeah, you know, like I think I want to change my name to something like less I want to say gendered but it's like you know like what even is a gendered name um and like the more i thought about it the more i was like well most names already have some sort of like connotation you know like if if i changed my name to like mary like mary or like kevin or i don't know like you know like people who meet me they've already met a mary they've already met a kevin they already have like some sort of preconceptions of like what a mary is what a what a kevin is and i was like well you know if i want like a fresh start maybe i shouldn't take somebody else's name you know like maybe i should maybe i should find like a new thing and so i started like leading towards like more like natural words i think like you know Mm -hmm. like because that felt like it made sense for me um and like you know, so, some of some of the like nature words are like very beautiful, like you know, like rain and like ocean and like and soil. Soil is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Why isn't that a more popular baby name? <laughs> so
0: <Soul-ton>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, I sort of like threw out worms because I was like, I kind of like the way it sounds. Mm. Um, and then I thought about it and I was like, actually, no, I like that it's like kind of gross, but like it's cute. You know, like it's um, I like that worms sort of like they do their work underground and they don't like, you know, like like they're not like um, they're not asking you for anything. They're not like looking for like love or yeah. like respect or yep. like whatever. They just kind of like do their thing. Yep. But they're so important to the ecosystem. Very. Um, and like they're so like, yeah, we just, we just sort of, like, we're, like, I don't think we even think about, yeah, yeah. we kind of do, yeah, so I was kind of, like, yeah, it's almost aspirational, like, you know, like, I would like to do the work and, like, be humble enough to, like, not be, like, look at me, everybody, (laughs) like, (laughs) look, look at how good I made the soil, you know, like, um, yeah, so I think, I think that's that's where I landed and then I sort of trialed it for a couple of months with like just my friends calling me that and then more friends calling mm. me that and then eventually I was like, you know what, this makes so much fucking sense to yep. me. Yeah,
0: Worms is a pretty rad name. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Did it help you um, in embodying and in coming out with this new identity and a new name? Did it help you uh, craft out I guess, the type of person that you will want to put out or want people to see you.
1: Mm, I think it was the opposite of that. Like, I think I stopped kind of curating like who I was going to be or what I was going to look like, yep. Um, which was quite freeing. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. And I think like, because like, I think I maybe felt because my, my dead name is 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 a beautiful name, but it's, it's it's quite, it's it's just a name, you know what yep. I mean? And I feel like I sort of hid behind it as a like, you feel the need to conform. You feel the need mm. to like just be like just be normal. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so quirky. Like, <laughs> like Mega quirky. It, it mega yeah. Quirky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and I think like changing my name to something that's like off the bat, it's like, it's not a name. Like it's kind of, it's almost like a like a filter because people kind of have to like get through that first. They're like, oh, like that's a weird name. Yep. Um, and then based on that, like, yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, I, I can actually not care so much about like how people perceive me because based on the name, they're, you know, they can decide whatever they want. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you always had? some sort of affinity with nature
1: yeah yeah
0: could you could could you please elaborate on that
1: oh i just like yeah i just i just like being outside like i like i like dancing in the rain <laughs> like, Yeah, I, like a, <laughs> I think my life is a movie <laughs> <laughs> like, no um yeah i like i i like animals i like plants i like getting dirty I like going camping yeah um yeah i like i like i like feeling close to like the elements i guess yeah, yeah. how do you
0: reconcile that uh, being in Singapore where there isn't that much nature or rather the nature is, is man-made.
1: It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of it is like, yeah, you know, sometimes I take the, the little boat and I go visit the islands. What little boat? Because <laughs> you can... You, you own can, a boat? No, I don't take. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, you know, you can take the ferry to like St. John's sure. Island or whatever and then it feels like a little bit, little bit more spacious. Little so it's like more. a
0: respite from whatever Singapore is? Kind
1: of, yeah. I used to like... I used to like um like climb into like you know sometimes they have like what is it? like random hills in Singapore where like they're like they haven't developed yet but they're going okay. to but they haven't yet okay and then it's like oh actually you can just climb in and sit there
0: wait what <laughs> climb into the hill
1: climb climb into the space where the, okay like you know and you just kind of like it's kind of gross but like you kind of like sit there and enjoy the like the insects. <laughs> Until they develop it and it's gone. <laughs> you're not
0: outing yourself as, as doing anything illegal, right? <laughs> it's not fucking illegal. <laughs> I'm going to climb into this, this mountainous area. I'm going to just chill there with the insects. Yeah, but
1: it's okay. I did that when I was underage. So okay. <laughs> we, we, we can't charge like, me. Like that's any better.
0: Okay. And, and, and being outdoors and being in, in, in nature with insects and everything, you're totally comfortable with that.
1: Yeah.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. Gotcha insects
1: yeah nature. well yeah I mean I think I'm a very different person outside of burlesque than I am in burlesque like I don't think lychee would sit in a field surrounded by co- well maybe she would sit in a field surrounded by, by insects and cockroaches <laughs> when you
0: say different um are you cognizant of what type of individual lychee is?
1: Mm, kind of like I think the fun for me with lychee is that She's like hyper feminine. Mm. Um and people have asked me before, like, would you explore like doing drag king things? And
0: drag king.
1: Mm. Um, and it's like, yeah, I think I would like to, but I don't think like she wants to. Like, I think um for me, like the fun is that I can be like, yeah, I can put on the hyper feminine entity. Mem- I can't speak anymore feminine hyper femininity
0: <laughs> we have all night <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, yeah like I can put it on I can go on stage I can be like I can be like a sexy woman mm. and then I can take it off you know what I mean like mm. like that is the fluidity that's fun for me and it's kind of affirming to be like as an AFAB person I guess you kind of feel sometimes that like oh like this is just who I am and then to realize that no I can like play it up and then I can just take it mm. away is is quite it's quite refreshing. Um, Whereas I think my relationship to masculinity is quite different. So I don't want to be reminded that like, oh yeah, it's not a core thing to me. Like I can just put it on and take it off as well. Because I'm still sort of like developing that yep. relationship. Um Yeah. So I think in that sense, like lychee is a lot of the things that I think you're taught to perform. Um, And I didn't enjoy performing. And now I'm like, actually, I enjoy performing it just mm-hmm. because... It distances it from like who I am as like an actual queer person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You,
0: you mentioned AFAB. What is that?
1: Oh, sorry, assigned female at birth. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> okay, <female laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. okay. AFAB sounds a lot cooler. Wow. Then okay. what? Oh, then- <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds so cool. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, every time when you perform, even though it's entertainment, um, is there something that you will want the audience to leave with?
1: Mm, no, I mean, like, I want them to have fun. I want them to have a good time, um, but I don't feel like I. It's fair to put any expectations on them. Like, I'm, you know, you 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 do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And with the performances, it is usually it seems very confronting, especially let's say from an audience's point of view. If I have never seen anything like that before, and I see this individual uh, strutting around and removing pieces of clothing it is very confronting um and you mentioned something about playing off i guess the energy and the responses of the audience is it something important uh as a performer to to have that quick thinking on your feet to because i don't know how much of it is is choreographed i don't know how much of it is planned and you can't really predict and you can't really uh have any idea what the audience or how I, are they gonna react? I think I think on your Instagram there is this uh there is this pinned post where you were interacting with someone from the audience and you asked the, the I think the person that, that their name, I think they they mentioned it, and you immediately had like a very like quick response and even like a like a like a, like a physical reaction to to that particular thing, and you were just riffing off it. Yeah, so how <coughs> What, what fascinates me is how much of it is planned even when you're performing, you're thinking, oh, should I approach the audience? Should I engage them? Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I I would say like, I don't think it's confrontational. Okay. Like, just I think there's a tendency, there's like sort of an impulse to like, yeah, you know, like I'm going to go shove my tits in someone's face, like, and then that's like, oh my God. But I think a good performer um which I may or may not be I don't know but like I think a good performer also learns to read the audience so mm-hmm. that you know if someone looks like they think you're gonna fight them like you don't yep. interact with the audience whatever that's, or fair. Ever. that's fair. um I think it's more of an invitation you know so I mean like that's why I think most most of us like we don't we don't immediately jump to the lap dance. We don't, like, immediately, like, you know, run into the audience. Like, we, we're on stage for a little while to sort of, like, introduce ourselves. Like, you know, like like, get the audience acquainted with our yep. energy and also pick up, like, you know how are they vibing with this mm. like like you know sometimes you'll be performing and it will just you'll just know that like this is not an interactive audience so they yeah. do not want to lap dance yep. and i'm just going to stay on the stage um and they like seeing the cool tricks so i'll do the cool tricks you know and sometimes you go on stage and you have like all these um like um these tricks ready to go and then you realize actually they don't give a fuck like they they just want to touch something you know and then and then you run into the audience and you do your interaction <laughs> stuff you know so like um yeah, um yeah, it depends for club gigs I don't I don't choreograph anything with like shows I'll have like the main beats like like you said just now there's sort of like a narrative. Mm. So I'll know like the points in the song where like this needs to happen and like you know the song does this and this part is a really good accent for this part and then everything in between is just fluff.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you work with uh uh a team to come up with let's see the choreography no. the look everything you do no, yourself it's just me <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah. interesting um
1: i mean okay but like for like putting together the costumes usually it's not me usually yeah. i'll have like an idea and then i'll go to like sapphire blast or house of alchemy uh, or, or what is a sapphire <laughs> is that sapphire a sapphire blast no sapphire blast is like one of my favorite drag queens okay. but she also makes clothes gotcha and she makes, yeah. gotcha
0: and i think i read somewhere that i think you mentioned your expertise in chair acrobatics and i think it led me down the train of thought where you're performing with your body there's always the consistent use of your body have you always been this confident with the use of your body
1: Mm, no um yeah i don't think i'm an expert at chair stuff but um I think I've always enjoyed moving. Like I think it's quite tired to like. I enjoy nature. I enjoy just like vibing. Yep. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, no, I I've like not. I think the confidence is a very like fake it till you make it thing. Mm. Yeah,
0: interesting.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> Are there any um? particular point of metric that you would give to a good performance what in your opinion is a good performance
1: mm. in terms of like drag and burlesque in terms of what you do yeah Um. well if you're safe like you know no- nobody gets injured okay um, if the audience has fun and and it was safe like that's a good performance to me. Yeah. I It's hard. I don't think there's a rubric. I don't think there's like a, che- a checklist of like, yeah, if they do this and they do this and they do this, it's good. Like, because every performer is different. Yep. Every audience is different. Um, and so you'll have great performers who do, bad performances mm. you'll have like you know you'll have bad performances that are actually quite good because of like it just worked like mm-hmm. it was bad but it was entertaining so it wasn't really that bad you know yeah. <laughs> like um yeah i feel like yeah you know <laughs> gotcha yeah
0: how do you sustain your own creative energy while doing performances going through life how how do you sustain it because I think creative energy is, is is different for each individual and how they will want to harness, how they want to manifest, how they want to, s- I think sustainability of that particular energy and, and putting it out there. I think it's an interesting uh, train of thought and I'm curious to know how you do it.
1: Mm, I mean, I guess it's just about like pacing yourself. So mm-hmm. um, it's about knowing that, okay, I had like a really full June. So July, I'm just going to take on one thing. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are periods where, like, yeah, you feel kind of like creatively dry, um, and you just, yeah, I think nowadays I just kind of accept it. I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, that's where we are, you <laughs> know, like, yep. um, and there's no need to push it or you know, like, force anything. I just can rest actually, and then when I'm ready to go again, I'll go again. Yep.
0: Yeah. Even though you might need. To to perform to make money, you're able to to just be a bit more fluid with regards to it and let it go when you're not feeling it?
1: Uh because it's not my it's not my day job. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think if it if it was, then we would be having a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. yeah. So do you see it as purely a creative outlet?
1: Uh no. I think for me a lot of it is community. Like community. Yeah, it's where I find community and where I feel like, mmm validated in ways that i don't feel in other spaces um so yeah so it's like it's that for me um and the creativity part is like a bonus Uh, (laughs) like yeah yeah how
0: would you describe the community
1: very warm (laughs) like yeah i think there's um for me it's been I think for me, it's been exciting because it's the kind of community that is... It's a very loud community, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, um, like everyone is a performer. <laughs> everyone, everyone... But, like, you... Yeah, so everyone is very warm. Everyone is very supportive. I think everyone, to a certain degree, understands, like, yeah, like, shit is hard. And, like, life is hard. And we're just, like, getting through it together. Um, everyone's very supportive. Um, you know, like, you you could, you can you can be like, oh, you know, like, I forgot my wig and, like, five people will be like, take mine. You <laughs> know, like, um, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, not that I wear wigs because <laughs> I haven't worked it out yet. Um, and I think also, like, I've learned a lot from, like, um, I think on, on the personal front, I'm not so good with boundaries. I'm not so good with, like, I, I'm a very, like, soft person. Um, but I think being around like performers who've had to advocate for themselves, like you sort of learn like, Oh, actually like I, I can say that I need this or I, I can't, I can't do this yep. or like, and so like that has been quite like, I, I didn't, I didn't expect it like coming in to, to burlesque, but yep. actually that has been a really big thing that I've learned is that, yep. yeah, you can advocate for yourself and like, it doesn't make you a bad person. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Have you had a mentor with regards to, uh, what you do?
1: Mm, not officially, like I don't have like um, but there are people I like look up to and like go to for advice. <laughs> so, yeah. um, like unofficially, like Kang Nina is like it's like my mother because yeah, because she's like she's so legendary and she has so much experience and she's like she's just one of those like really lovely performers who has like, like. She just wants to like pass on her knowledge. Mm. She just wants to like wow. be there for you and like help you like upskill a bit, you know? <laughs> like um, um so she's been a really big part of that. Becca debass also, mm. like, because um, yeah, I think Becca is a real champion for like drag that's weird and like performance that's different and 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 so she's been, like, a really driving force and, like, yeah, you know, like, go for the things and, like, if it fucks up, like, I will tell you, but, yeah. like, but just do the thing and, like, you know, and then she's been really supportive and, like, platforming me and, like, having having me as part in, uh, in her shows and things yeah. um, and then when I was in London it was, like, the um, the Bitten Peach has, like, um, a few of them um, they have yeah, like, well, it was really everybody at the Bitten Peach was kind of, like, uh, not a direct mentorship, but you kind of see what they're doing and you're like, oh, that's like, I have a lot to learn from you. Mm. Um, and again, they're very supportive. Um, same with the Cocoa Butter Club and like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think there's one mentor. I think yep. it's like everywhere you go, you sort of like, you meet people and because um, it's like a journey, right? Yep. You just you just meet people along the way and then and then they teach you things yep. and then and then you like carry them with you as you go along. Yep. Yeah.
0: I call that learning through osmosis.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> that. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs>
0: How does one get better though at, uh, what you do? Is it better cho- performances, better choreography? How do you see, uh, growth in in what you do?
1: Mm, there's like different ones. I think some of it is passive. Like you can't really train like your your stage presence. It's mm. just you just have to keep doing it. And mm. then okay, this makes sense. Or like your, um, what is it? Like yeah, your sense of the space like you know like finding the light or like you know like making sure the physical that you're,
0: features of it. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I think for me it's like finding yeah, it, the challenge is finding pockets that are like okay, where can we go with this? Like um because I think it's it's so like uh I'm going to start again cuz I forgot what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um don't worry about it. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Um yeah, so I think like with with growth there's like there's the things that you learn passively that you can't really like you can't like spend an hour a day like training like your stage presence mm. or like whether you know how to find the light on stage or like um your audience interaction even. Um but I think for me there's also like a it's also always finding like what does what do you as a performer actually need? Like, you know, where are your, like, weak points? And where are the Mm. points where, like, actually there is, like, potential to go somewhere with this, like, um, like, um... like weak points is like, I know that I'm not very good at like standing choreography. Like I love my floor work, but once I stand up, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on.
0: Um, <laughs> okay. So it's like, you know,
1: then then identifying that and being like, okay, then then I will go for dance classes. And yeah. <laughs> I will learn how to stand up and, and, and make my body move. Yep. Um, but, also it might be like oh you know what actually my performances would be really upgraded if i knew a magic trick (laughs) like i'm gonna like i'm gonna learn a card trick because this could be really useful (laughs) like um like most recently (laughs) most most recently i was researching water spouting um okay what is that (laughs) I can't do it and I don't think I'll ever be able to do it. But it's the art of like people drink too much water and they hold it in and then when they need to, they just spit out the water like a phew. Okay. <laughs> so it's like they're a water spout.
0: While they're performing?
1: No, it's not a performance okay. thing. Like, I mean, okay, some people do it, like magicians do it and yep. stuff. Like they'll be like, oh, it's going to... crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I was like, how do I learn how to do this? Um, <laughs> watch some guys like... um some random so there are tutorials on
0: no, my board.
1: there aren't <laughs> but there's like a random white guy who like who decided he was gonna find himself <laughs> So i watched like his vlogs on yep. it and it's all very serious you know it's like the like i think it's also like it's like the webcam video of him <laughs> being like yeah this is day eight and like this is where i am now and then it's like intercut with footage of him yep. like sadly spitting on yep. his on his chest <laughs> like, uh, yeah so like i feel like this this art form sort of like takes you to weird places did you, you like- acquire at skill cool? i didn't okay. but, but i acquired knowledge about <laughs> it <laughs> now i don't know what to do with it yep. but- Yep. Yep. um but yeah so like I think yeah it's about like keeping it fresh I guess and like um yeah
0: and there are things uh to incorporate that still keep things fresh because it feels as though uh the most outrageous ideas are kind of incorporated into a performer's performance yeah mm. so there are still ideas oh yeah gotcha. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: is there a pie in the sky idea that you would really like to execute or like to perform?
1: Ooh, let me pull up my notes because I have an I have a note on my on my notes app. Of crazy ideas. Of like yeah, just burlesque. Like um It's like my intellectual property. <laughs> so I really want to do a t shirt by Chantel. What is that? this the song okay the, the one where she goes like nothing but your t-shirt
0: on. i would check it out after this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and, okay um okay wait no i'll i, I just i just want to keep taking off t-shirts like it's just t-shirt and t-shirt and t-shirt and t-shirt and
0: t-shirt <laughs> so when you walk out on stage you're wearing a t-shirt 20 layers of t-shirts.
1: oh yeah yeah okay. and it just keeps going yeah. like i think that would be really fun
0: yeah um where do you come up with these ideas?
1: It will literally just be like I'm listening to a song and I'm like, wouldn't it be funny? Weird if I did. Th- yeah, wouldn't it be fun <laughs> if I did this? Um, like some of these ideas are like completely like deep fried, like not f- not formed at all. Like I have here, the tide is high, a shark. Like I don't know what that means. A but-
0: haiku or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have like um, right here waiting, Richard Marks. I am a cab driver in a taxi costume. Like, what is that?
0: <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and like, Let's see for something like that. How does it look like uh, to to translate words on, 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 on a notes document to a performance?
1: I think you have to just not overthink it. Like, you have to remember that, like, it's not a... You have, like, three minutes to, like, communicate this to the audience and you have... In those three minutes, like, 30 seconds of that is, like, you just making the audience like you so that they actually want to watch you. Mm-mm. So, you really only have, like, two and a half minutes to, like, tell your whole story. Yep. Um, so, I think I think sometimes, like, the, the, the impulse is to be, like, oh, my God, like, how many things can I put in to, like, make sure that they get it? Yep. And sometimes it's, like, it's not about how many things you put in. It's just, like, how can you simplify it so that you go on and they're like, oh yeah, okay, you're the Merlion and then, you know, like, and then, and then, then I can play with it, you know, like, but if I go on with like, like 10 different, like, and there's too much going on, yep. then they are confused and they don't, they're so confused that they don't have the time to figure yeah. out if they like me or not and yep. then like, I'm taking off my clothes and they're like, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Yeah. put them back on, we don't want to see that, we don't know you. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Could you describe the Merlion piece you did?
1: Oh yeah, so, um so, so the
0: were you in a costume?
1: Yeah, so. I, With it? Okay. So I go on, in. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry, I'm very entertained by this idea because it took me like, like I think, a full year to like put together because I kept being like, "Nah, there's no way, there's no way." So was it
0: to a particular song? Yes,
1: yeah, so Singapore Town.
0: Oh, that's the old
1: one. Yeah. The old one where you can take a trip. Gotcha. T- you can take a bus gotcha. or something. Okay. Um, and then I come on as the Merlion. And it's like, it's a beautiful dress by Sapphire Blast. Um, and the song is like, um, <laughs> I had to ask Venda to help me mix it because I was like, I don't know how to put these two songs together. So it's, um, it's the Singapore Town Number. And then it transitions into WAP. And then it's a striptease as the Merlion so it's very simple
0: it's a bit unhinged
1: it's very unhinged <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 was
0: it your first time debuting the performance
1: the merlion one uh yes
0: how was it received
1: well like i mean like i mean not to toot my own trumpet horn, horn. <laughs> toot my own horn um but yeah i think people liked it i think people have fun with it um and then based on that i know like the things that yeah, I could have done this better and actually I want to change these parts. Yeah, um, But yeah, it was a fun one.
0: Does the performance... Uh, do you iterate on them uh, from gig to gig? So let's say you did the Malayan and you have your own feedback and your own critique of what you want to change. So the next time you debut it again, uh, you will change it?
1: Yeah. So like, um, I have like an anti-numbered to Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Um, and like... I did that too many times last year because it was just, yeah, like, I, it was comfortable, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I wore the comfortable shoes and everything. um. But every time I performed it, it felt like, oh, there's a new thing I can play with. Mm-hmm. Because now, mm, it's like, you know, in dance, like, the more you do the dance, the more comfortable you yep. get and the more more okay you are to, like, sort of, like, step out of it and come back to it. Like So, it's a bit of that. So, I mean, like, there are elements that sort of, like, come to you during the and it it then you're like oh that worked like you know i'm gonna keep it mm. so so i think the last performance of that is quite different to the first performance of gotcha. it. um yeah. yeah has
0: there been uh performances or sets that you've retired
1: um yeah i don't i don't tend to redo numbers unless i think that there's something that I want to change and I want to make it better. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just keep it in my repo- repository, my deposit, my uh, my repertoire, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and like, um, for if it's useful. Um, but I like doing new things. So if I've like done a performance and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty, that you know. Um, so like when I first came back to Singapore, the first number that I did was uh, Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo. Okay. And then it transitions to Home by Kit Chan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um And the concept was like, I was like a Singapore girl, like the SQ stewardess. And then I take everything off and like, I have a trolley and every, it was very elaborate. Like, <laughs> like I, I would scale it down now if I did it again. But like, there was a trolley and then, The trolley had like a tearaway component, so that it says like "Repeal 377A," and then I'm wearing pink, and then I invite the audience up, and then we all kind of stand there and we like we like we like protest, but it's not a protest because it's a performance, of course. Um, so like you know, I wouldn't do that now because we've we've kind of why would I say that again? (laughs) Like, um, it was kind of yeah, like you know, I liked the concept, but I think there was never really it never felt like there was a need to do it again um if that makes sense gotcha yeah interesting
0: in a marvelous segue of the conversation <laughs> i am curious to know how would you define art today
1: art yeah. like just all of it
0: yeah what what does that word mean to you oh because you occupy such a fascinating uh, segment of i guess creativity because it's an incorporation of so many different things It's not just, let's say, if you're a painter, you're not just working with uh, certain mediums or like certain colors, but you're incorporating, I guess, theatrics, you're incorporating dance, Mm. you're incorporating uh, like fashion as well. So I am very curious to know what your definition of art is.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't remember who said it. Someone said it. But I think it's like art is like a way to get what's inside out. (laughs) That's it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Like, Yeah. Like I think maybe like yeah, I don't know. It's like taking a giant shit, you know? It's kind of just taking a giant shit. Yeah. It's kind of just How is it
0: like taking a giant shit?
1: Because it's just getting stuff out. You know, like it's like processing the stuff mm. and then getting it out. Um Yeah, I'm not a very fine art person. So that was a very <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just externalizing the internal. Mm. Yeah. Interesting.
0: I think we'll have two more questions for you. Um, mm-hmm. what motivates you to continue doing what you do?
1: The community, I think, and recognizing that the space is really important to me and like to a lot of other people.
0: Is it a, is it a constant tension or like a constant battle to even put out performances like these, like on the regular?
1: A battle with who, though?
0: just to make things happen
1: Um, it's less of a battle than I think uh, than they want you to think it is um, Okay. like I speak to a lot of like would-be producers or like almost producers who say like yeah I have this great idea for like a, a drag show or like a whatever show um or like a queer thing but i'm not gonna do it because we won't get a license like you know like and it's too many hoops to jump through mm-hmm. and i thought that too like like before before I, I guess i started like putting up stuff um but once you do it you realize that like i i it's it's really it's really a lot more it's like a deterrent like I think there's like all that paperwork and admin is there so that you think like oh my god I can't do it like I can't I can't go through this I can't like put people through this Um, but actually like you just have to do it and like it's not it's not impossible you know what I mean yeah yeah
0: is it of is it something that someone who has no um, no inkling of creative uh, talent or notion is it something that a beginner like that could dip their toes in and try to do?
1: As in producing?
0: No. Um with regards to I guess less Yeah, drag. I think
1: like everybody can try. Um there are way more spaces and platforms now for mm. like people to like try it out. I think <clears throat> um a while back you had to really like it was really much more cutthroat like, you know, in like like Kaknina's era, like it it was Varied that but I think now there's a lot of spaces I mean a, a lot more spaces for like, you know, for people to just try it and like you don't have to commit to it yet, but you can like you can like yeah, dip your toes in and like see if it works for you or not. Yeah. Yeah. Are we
0: trending in the right direction with regards to cultivating such spaces and such voices?
1: I would say so, yeah. I would say so.
0: Fantastic. Um is there anything else you would like to talk about before we end?
1: No, I think it's quite a comprehensive dis- discussion. <laughs> <laughs> you came prepared with like all the... <laughs> yeah, is there anything you wanted to circle back to or... Wow, that was very office, office lingo. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that was very corporate, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> mm, I can't think of anything right now. Mm. Yeah, I think... I'm just in awe, really. Like when I see... um the performance and i i I, I never knew singapore had burlesque
1: oh yeah we have since like the era of like are you gonna
0: put another notes
1: (laughs) not notes but i'm gonna google it so i can show you uh so we've had burlesque since like (laughs) since like the I want to say the forties.
0: The forties. Yeah.
1: So this is Rose Chan. This is oh, it's not like, This is Rose Chan. This is like mm. probably one of the first burlesque artists that we've ever had. Yep. Um. Yeah. You can like Google her. She's pretty cool. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, she was. She was yeah. <laughs> it was like the queen of striptease.
0: Yep. Yeah. Do you think that there is any misconceptions with what you do because? the idea of stripping, the idea of a tease, the idea of your own burlesque, it could be conceived a certain way. Yeah, so what I'm curious to know is like, do you think there's any misconceptions with regards to what you do?
1: Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, um, I think the like big one is like, people think like it's dangerous and it's dirty and like, um, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of stigma around. Like, I think in Singapore, you feel it, Like, both the queer stuff and the stripping stuff, like, you know, there's a certain, they have a certain flavor that I think we're not accustomed to yet. Um, What sort
0: of flavor are we talking about?
1: Like, you know, like, uh, I think people aren't accustomed to it yet. Um, And I think, yeah, I mean, like, like, so many strippers have said it before me, but like, you know, everybody's working under capitalism. Like, you know, everybody's using their bodies to labor um and like with like stripping with like sex work with all of that it's it's not really very different um or yeah we're all kind of the same but Mm. there's like these i guess like false partitions sort of put up as like oh but you know you use sex as like a way to earn money so you're different and like um and yeah yeah i mean like that's the big one that i hope goes away um because yeah because it's it it if, if you're talking about, like, safety and, like, oh, this is not safe, it's, like, shady or whatever. Like, it will continue to be, like, as long as that stigma is there. Um, and, yeah, so <laughs> so it's kind of a self and, like, a vicious cycle a little yeah. bit, isn't it? Yeah.
0: yeah But I think there's always, it always feels like there is persecution and, I guess, discrimination against someone who uses sex or anything sex-related yeah, on the sure. fringes of sex. Or even sexiness to to do business or to make money. This mm-hmm. always seems that there is this discrimination. I, I wonder why. Like mm. I I really do wonder why because um I wonder if it's because it's the unknown. People people have no idea what mm. uh burlesque is or what all these things are, and they are just I don't know, just randomly finding something to get angry at or to persecute.
1: Mm, I yeah, I mean like I guess because like uh, like sex is one of those things that gets built up as sort of like like an institution, almost, right? Thing. Yeah, a sacred institution. Um, so obviously, if you grow up being told that, then it's it's kind of a lot to realize that like oh, people like like it's a commodity, actually, like you know, and um, and that comes at odds, I guess, with like people's existing belief systems, like not necessarily religious, but just you know, like about what sex is or what um, you know, like like even like. We, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> has your ideas of sensuality, has it changed um, as you grew more comfortable with your identity?
1: Mm, yeah, I think it's less of a performance for me now, which is ironic because it's more of a performance for me now, isn't exactly. it? But yep. <laughs> uh, I think in my like uh, personal life, it's been... Um, the realization that like yeah it's it's actually not a performance it's actually for me mm. um yeah which i i guess like happened because i realized like oh i'm not straight and actually like when i when i have like straight sex with like you know like cis straight men like it's very like okay what do they want okay here mm. we go <laughs> like it sounds like uh, a
0: performance yeah. yeah
1: exactly maybe that was my you like, by tra- training <laughs> like maybe <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah if yeah. you could
0: meet like she as a person do you think you will like her
1: um probably i think she's a little bit yeah i think, I, I mean like she
0: seems a little bit chaotic she's
1: yeah i think i think so but <laughs> yeah maybe we would get along <laughs> gotcha.
0: okay um where can people find you do you is there like a regular place you perform at this is your opportunity to to shout out
1: Oh um, well, no. I I perform here and there, so you can find me on Instagram at so lychee dot by. So l y c h e e full stop b y e. Um, it's shadow banned, so you do have to like. Te- Is it you really? Have, yeah, you have to type in the whole thing, and then and then maybe I'll come up. Um, huh. but, <laughs> I don't How know. did you
0: find out that you were shadow banned?
1: Oh, I realized because people were like, "Oh, you're not showing up for me anymore." <laughs> um, yeah. uh... So you can follow me there and like see what I'm up to. Um, I'm always available for booking for like private shows or like bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, parties in general, um, surprises. uh, Surprises? (laughs) Like I'll do anything. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like children's birthday parties. Uh, Have you done? No. Not a children's okay. birthday party. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Yes. And so I'm i yeah, I'm findable there. Yep. And you can see what I'm out to.
0: Gotcha. Is there yeah. a preference between let's say a private show or the energy of like a, a club setting or like you being on stage?
1: Uh no preference. Like they're they're just different. Um mm, but yeah, they're both fun in their own ways. Yeah. Yeah because
0: yeah. i was looking through i think your uh, i think your booking uh your booking form and oh, it's yeah. pretty fucking elaborate <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it has
1: to be because like if if people are booking you for private gigs and in singapore people are not as familiar with like stripper etiquette oh, um, what is
0: stripper etiquette so
1: like um like just generally how you treat a stripper like people are less familiar here because it's not as mainstream. Like, you know, in in countries where there are strip clubs that people go to and like, you know, like, you know, like everyone's been to a strip club. I didn't know, even know like.
0: we had strippers here to be honest, but yeah, this is <laughs> illuminating. Here. Yeah,
1: so so I think people don't know like w- what to expect, where the line is. Like, you know, mm. like I've done, I've, uh, well, I don't do them anymore, but like, because I didn't have the form like I've done shows where people are like oh actually we don't have anywhere for you to get changed and it's like what am I supposed to do um or like um yeah or like shows where the audience is not aware that yeah actually they they can't just touch you if like Mm -hmm. you know so there's like a fine line because like um yeah I am selling you like sex but but there are still there are still like um, what is it conditions to the to the sale like you still have to respect me as like a person and like a yeah. performer. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like there are. You like you want to get booked, but you want to get booked by people who are not gonna like take advantage of you. And seeing yeah.
0: people, hopefully.
1: Well, you know, like a little bit of insanity is fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I bring to the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's interesting because I can imagine, it to be physically dangerous to a certain degree because you never know what might happen or what could go wrong. Mm. And I don't know how much time you have to even scope uh, something out, like the intentions of the the other party.
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, a lot of it is trust and like a big part of it is community. So I think like that's why it's important that like I'm, I'm not like operating by myself. Like uh. there's always... Um, I mean I am operating by myself, but you know, there's always a community that's like, yeah, where you know, where are you? How is that gig? Okay, you know, like gotcha. um, okay. yep. and if anything were to go wrong, like, you know, you know that you have people to call mm. and there are people who would like take care of you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: So well, this has been a beautiful conversation. Thank you for, thank you for your time. Me. No, thank you for thank your you.
1: time and this beautiful table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode and feel inspired. If you enjoyed what you heard thus far, do give us a follow on Instagram. And don't forget to share and subscribe. Stay tuned for the next episode.